There we go. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Model Club TV. Uh, this, trust me, there's going to be some bumps in the road here, but this is going to be our first episode. Plan on doing many more, and stick with us as we go. We're going to grow. We're starting out pretty simple with how we're doing things. But my co-hosts, I'm Jason Walker. My co-hosts are Steve Riojas. Hello. And Scott Johansson. Hello. Infant. You have to say hello, Scott, because this is hello. also an audio podcast. Oh, hello. I was signing. Just, you can't just wave. It doesn't work that way. Well, I was signing. I was for the hearing impaired. I'm okay, signing. Perfect. Okay. So well, what we're going to do is uh, shoot to have this twice a month is our goal right now. Could end up being more, but right now we're going to try and do it twice a month. Um, we're going to be covering things such as garage kits, miniatures, hobby tools, casting, uh, the news of the day. And we're going to try and pretty much stay no holds, hold, no holds barred when it comes to stuff. So we'll see where it goes. We have the man of the people, Scott Johansson, who we uh, we know uh, tends to um, have his opinion out there. And Steve is an amazing painter. And I just kind of float on by most of the time. But we'll have other guests as we go. But these are I'll be our He's main co-host. What's that, Steve? I said, you're very good. <laughs> we'll get through it. Um God. I don't know about though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him either. He's drinking alcohol <laughs> straight out the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing alcohol that is. So uh the way this, oh, that's the best kind. It really is. Um <laughs> the way this is gonna go, we're gonna break each episode down into sections. And to start, we're gonna do with the workbench and see what everybody's working on right now. Um Scott, working on anything. And I know Lance is giggling right now. One of our friends. Yeah, screw uh, Lance. Is there anything you're working on? Um, I'm doing a little casting. I'm working on a few projects. Um, and uh, I'm doing a little casting for John Deere at Monsters in the Woods. Uh, anything you can talk a, about? Uh, or is it just... It's a pinup girl he's got coming out. And uh, I think there were pictures on the Wantafest thing. Um, and I'm casting these Coke machines for him. And it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass, but I think... My rotocaster broke down. I had to put new brushes in it. Um, What's a which brush? Which for those that are not electrically inclined, oh, uh, there's a little thing in the carbon things in the back that um, create whatever they create. I don't know how they work. I just know they work. You're not electrically inclined either, if you don't. No, that's why I called a friend. I phoned a friend, um, and we fixed it up. So we got it going. Um, Thirty dollars, but. It was better than a $250 motor and gearbox. So um, we're ready to go with that. Um, you checked the oil? Yes, I did. There actually is oil in there. So that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> nice try, though. But yeah, there there is oil in there. Um, so um, that's, that's back up and running. Um, let's see. What else am I working on? Um, hopefully next podcast, as everyone may or may not know, they don't make balsa foam anymore. Anything you can buy, buy, because you can't really get it anymore in the sheets. Well, wait, stop right there for a second. What did, um? why? Why aren't they making balsa foam anymore? Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if there was something in it that was a chemical that was cancerous or I know oh, the great. company that, that made it, sold it. Well, you know. It was, so, it was called Jiffy Foam. <laughs> yeah, what was yeah, it was Jiffy Foam, and then I think they sold it to somebody else. Oh, yeah. And then they sold it, too. So the company that actually owns the rights isn't making it anymore. 
So they had sent me some foam replacement that really wasn't great. And I have a couple other places that sent me some foam samples and hopefully next week I can uh, report that we found a um, good replacement. Um, I have the boxes here. I just haven't opened them. So maybe uh, next, next time I'll put a, um, you know, I'll do a little sample and, you know, uh, we can see what, what works. I have a question you know. for both of you. Is, is balsa a brand name or a type of wood? You know, it was a brand name. Yeah. That's what yeah. they call it. What that Jiffy foam called it. Balsa so foam. when, when you go buy balsa wood at the hobby store, is that made no, by that, the same people or is that a, uh, no, 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 that's, um, yeah, it's, it's a totally different thing. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I balsa guess I foam is like a floral foam but that's really packed tight. Well, okay. floral foam, I, I took horticulture in high school. This is going to sound really weird uh, oh to some of you, but, but floral foam is meant to hold water. Is balsa foam hold water? No, it, it doesn't. No, it would dissolve. Does it dissolve, right. Steve? What if happened? it gets real wet or no? No, it, it's just, it, it, it's a mess. Um, <laughs> it, it makes it warp. You know, like when I would seal it with uh, gesso and gesso has some water in it. You would you have to do both sides. Say you're doing the bottom of a base, you have to do both sides because you do uh, the top side, the the sculpted side, and then you just leave it. It starts going like this. Starts warping. So then, up. Oh, so the, then you have to do the bottom, and then it'll straighten out. Right. That's and that's just the moisture from gesso. So I, I can't imagine what actual you know huh. water on it would do. Okay. And and I don't know what was in it, but if you had any tools that were not stainless steel that you used on it yeah you'd come back the next day and they'd be full of rust yeah yeah i noticed true. that yeah. so there's some there was some kind of corrosive in it um it was great stuff yeah so hopefully one of these replacements the guy actually emailed me today and uh asked if i had checked it out i told him you know i haven't even opened the box yet but uh, i will and um you know, we'll see if we've found a replacement. I, and I forgot the gentleman's name that actually gave me the name of this place, but um, I'll try to look it up just so I can give him credit for turning me on to it. But, for sure. Um, I have a box sitting yeah, there of old balsa foam. I don't, I'm going to probably try not to use it now, knowing yeah. that. So. It, that's good. You better find something because there's all those Frankenstein dioramas need to be made. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Can't have enough Frankensteins. So. Cool. Working on anything else? Um, no, my lawnmower broke, but I don't think that's uh, oh, that works. Uh, we can talk about what broke. Uh, uh, something horrible. The oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked the oil on that too. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm working on right now. Cool, Steve. What are you working on right now? Well, let's see. I just finished a Wolverine, and I'm about to start Wolverine. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds fun. The, from the same guy, customer. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I'm learning. I'm learning how to paint Wolverines. Are they at least uh, one with the blue and yellow, and one is brown and yeah. yellow? No, they're both uh, blue and yellow, and and pain. Face it's a pain. They have a mask on, or just the face portrait? Sorry. So these things. These you know the guys that are into this stuff. They they'll know. They'll laugh about it because you usually get four heads. You know, you get that oh, the wow. head with okay. the. Stomping the cigar, you get the head with the old school mask, the head with the new mask, and then some other off offbeat things. So it's uh, 
Yeah, they're all different. For Same people who don't, like for for people who might download this and not know what we're talking about, who when did that start? Getting all the different heads instead of just the one. This is what you got. Uh, you know, it, this is me. I think it started with these guys doing the, the garage kits of the superheroes, quarter scale ones. They were uh, they looked at sideshow, and uh, mainly sideshow. I would think that would offer a swappable head with magnets. Okay. You know. And so then these guys, when they would do theirs, their garage kits, they offered a, they had, they used the magnets to it. They're beautiful kits. They're really nice. Yeah. They're easy to, to put together and everything. Most of them are all magnetic. But I think that's where that comes from is the way Sideshow used to uh, display the stuff. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but, besides but, Wolverine, anything for yourself? Anything for anyone else? No, I, I haven't done nothing for myself since 94. <laughs> unless wow. it's an article or but, or uh, or a model club or a model club yeah and maybe uh, we should say that what model club was now nah, we'll save that for another episode what were we gonna do <laughs> well yeah what were we gonna do what we have done and what the plan was yeah model club was a contest we were holding but we're gonna we'll get back to that at some point um i am working on let's see the ghost of castle moray right scott no Oh, it's not Mary. No, what's that little dash at the end then? It's right there. Yeah, that's it's a misprint. Nice. Show us the box. Marais. Right there. That dash. Yep. That means Marais. Then it's maybe it's Castel. Yeah, it is Castel. I keep messing that up too. I Castel never noticed Marais. it. Castel Marais. So it's all in, I'm guessing French. I don't know. It is, it's not, ca if it was English, it would be Castle Mare. Yeah, French the, the French Castel were big on torture. You know, hey, so, uh, who isn't big on torture? So, never mind. Um, I'm working on that. I'm trying to do it uh, the box art style, which I haven't done since I think ninety. No, sorry, ninety four. Two thousand one <laughs> is why I did a bride of an Aurora bride, one of those, like the box. I was art. watching your live stream, and it was really liking the way you were painting the light coming through the bars and stuff, the shadows of the bars. It looked really cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's oh man. <laughs> it's I'm gonna start on the red, I think, tomorrow. On the reds. I was trying to just do all the blues first. And Thank then work God. on that. Yeah, I know it's it's so fun to watch. If I see one more blue fucking paint job, I'm gonna go it's nuts. Fun. So. Other than that, working on uh an orc stampa. I put magnets in there so I could switch out weapons. I hadn't done that in a long time. It's been sitting there for almost ten years. And and what's that? A stampa is a big mechanized robot that's about this tall. But From like a gamer? Yeah, it's a gaming miniature. But it's like one of the vehicles. It's like a big walking tank that looks like an mm. orc, sort of, with two giant guns on his side. And big stompy feet. Actually, it looks like it's in the shape of a Christmas tree almost. But And it's w with all these little... You'd love it because it's made out of like scrap metal and all these different pieces and... Mm -hmm. Um, so, and the plan is to make it, uh, my orc army is all Halloween themed. So it's all orange and black and it's going to be all orange and black. And I'm going to try and make the face look like a pumpkin. And yeah, that's what I try to think looking around. Yeah. The orcs were big on Halloween. I'm big on Halloween and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, one thing I've been wanting to ask you is, is there a name for that way of painting? You know, the, the miniature way of painting. There's well, it's kind of creative, I guess. I don't know. 
but you know it's completely different from what i don't know if there's an official name there's the the osl is object source lighting when you try and paint something like it's lit from a certain direction so if you see Mm -hmm. if you're looking at those guys that's osl there's the you'll see nmm which is the non-metallic metal which is for us in the garage kit land it was all new to us we don't see people doing this where you're painting metallics with flat colors and the miniature yeah the miniature guys that's all like that's their big thing and so for me to see that it's all it was new to me to see all that stuff and it's hard i've only i've tried it once and it's it's tough to get right but i also like metallics like i want it to look metal not like illustrated sometimes especially like the stuff you do when you're building like a junky looking thing out of like junk metal you want it to look like metal and not cartoony in a way but right i don't know it's it's a tough tough call neither way is wrong they both look really really cool but who knows seems to work on the smaller scale though better doesn't it? i think it does and i think that's the whole point of it is that when you would use metallic paint those flakes that make it shiny or metallic um they're out of scale so they look weird that's their that's the claim is so and i think they're right on some of it but i just like something to look silver sometimes i don't know but hmm. but yeah that's what i'm working on i reorganized the bench but i'm just looking around like if there's anything else i worked on that's pretty much up finished up some ninja turtles and that was it so yeah that's a good workbench for the first time we're getting the hang of this so, and I think when we actually end up doing this for real, we'll have little cool inserts and music and stuff for each part. Maybe we'll even have advertisers at some point, but I doubt it because we're hated most of the time. And we will we'll have guest stars from time to time too, right? Oh, absolutely. We're going to have different people come on. Um, it won't be the three of us every time. It might, we might have other people come in and talk to us. And definitely, I want to have guests on quite frequently. So it won't just be us. And we're going to try to have a topic of the day, which we'll get into here in a couple seconds. But um, the next section we're going to call news and reviews. So let's just kind of go around the table here. Uh, news would be anything you've seen cool coming out, anything you saw on the, the Internet, anything you saw on Facebook in a model group, uh, a magazine. And then reviews. If you've got anything you want to talk about and just give a quick review, a good shout out. Uh, we'll go there. So, Steve, any news? Anything you saw that looked cool? I'm the worst one that asks because... I know, that's why I started I with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nice and quick. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, nothing? I'm the same. I no, I'm trying to think. I haven't been. I, I go in there and, uh, and paint Wolverines, and then I come back out, and I don't see anything. I haven't seen much new. It's hard. I, I, I think most of our... Maybe this is a critique on where we are as a hobby um everything comes from facebook it seems now i don't go to the clubhouse anymore so if for some reason i haven't clicked on either for some reason um yeah i wonder why oh wait maybe you have i don't know anyway the if you don't click on certain model pictures you don't facebook doesn't shoot out as many model pictures i don't get posts from certain groups after a while so I see a lot of miniature stuff, and only once in a while I'll get a garage kid show up. But I did. I'm trying to think if I. There's a couple. Um, Scott, go ahead. You talk, and then I'll I'll remember where I was going to go with that. Well, do you want me to start with the one you're going to put yeah, pictures on? Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll okay. myself, and I'll pull that up. You got an official review, right? We do have an official Something first different. review here. Yes, so I'll I tell do you have when an official up, first review. Um, and it's also new to you. It is up. So Scott, 
Okay, so um, I got this in the mail last Friday. I was the number 20 of the first 20. So, you know. What is it? Even in the first you have 20. To say I'm, what it is. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. And that is a Pestilence Lab Aurora Box Art Tribute Kit um, of the Glow Wolfman. And when we say the Glow Wolfman, it's because for those of you that aren't familiar with the Aurora kits, the original Wolfman had a different box art. Okay. And when they came out with Frightening Lightning kits in 1969, and then in 72, when they switched to the square boxes, um, they used the artwork um, that's similar to the kit that's showing. And um, Mark Worthling of Pestilence Labs had Jeff Yeager sculpt this. And this is a continuation of the old Monsters in Motion line. And this cool. is Mark's third one. And as you can see from the photos, uh, that's pretty much what I got. That That's the castings were beautiful. The sculpt is beautiful. Um, you know, you see that little skull there. It's a little hokey, but that's how it was on the box art. You know, um, the tree was uh, really cool. You know, it's cast. It's an open face pour, but it, it's still cast. You know, that thing's got to be a pain in the rear end to hey, cast. For, for people like me, what's an open face pour? Okay, so an open face pour is... You don't have a two two part mold. You have a mold like that's just flat, and you pour resin in, and the back is just flat. Okay. So, so there's no back really, to that tree. Yeah. So if you're gonna do one, you either have to sand it down flat, or you have to have a very level table so that the mold sits level in there, and you know, so when you fill it to a certain point, it stays level. I believe Mark Brokaw is casting the figure. And Mark Worthling is casting the base parts. And uh, both the figure and the base parts were really good. Um, I don't know. I don't think Mark's got a lot of experience casting some. But I thought he did a really good job. Um, Has Brokaw ever casted something poorly? No, I mean Mark Worthling. Oh. Um, yeah. No, Brokaw, <laughs> no, Brokaw has yeah. cast everything perfect. So um, They almost arrested you for that, Jason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah, you, yeah you'll get your ass kicked over that one. But um, So I want to say the kit was, it, it fits together beautiful. Um, you know, it's just really well. It, it, it's, you know, I, I can't say enough about this line. I initially liked the line, but when Monsters of Motion stopped, doing it what I was the first one they going. put out the first what was the first one they put out steve do you know was that dr jekyll i don't know which one was actually first um that was and, one and of yeah the bride was up there okay and the bride is beautiful the bride was the first one i bought and um i think steve recently did you recently get one steve or did you uh yeah i did i i got a, a bunch of them and um a couple months you know the bride was good and, and i will say this just sculpting has gotten so much better since when he first started doing these so these last three he did for mark uh the creature the hunchback and now this one um they're phenomenal you know i almost wish he'd go back and do them all so <laughs> I think the witch is in the works, and I think that's really going to be cool because I think Jeff can go right. kind of crazy right, I'm pull on the base. And um, and then after that, we got um, Godzilla, I think. So well, wait, hold on. The witch, wait, 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 wait. I want to go line. back a second. The witch, you know, that that like, is there going to be have tons of parts and shit? You think? I think so. Oh. I, I think so. That it's not going to be to the. I don't know that it's going to be, and, and that really, maybe we could get Mark on here to talk about it. 
um, one of these times, but um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be based on the box art. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of goodies, you know, there's no doubt about cool. it. Cool. That, 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 that might be the first not, one I get actually. Yeah. Not to the extent of the home cooking that Jeff oh, did man. for I, Tweeterhead, oh, I want that but too. that was insane. in number of parts. Did you build one of those for someone, Steve, or did you see? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Um, yeah. That thing had like a, almost a hundred parts. I think if I remember right. That's yeah, one of the nice coolest thing. things I've ever seen. I... So, um, and then Mark also made this one. I, I didn't choose the option, but you can choose the option. I think it's another 30 or $35 and you can get a glow head, glow hands, um, the skull. And I think there's a rat on the base. So you can get those all glow if you want. Um, I choose to, I may paint mine glow. If the picture's still up, I think the one that's there that looks like I it's glowing it's, yeah, I sh- is I actually painted. Yeah. It's actually painted like that. It's not actually the glow parts. Um, so the kit was, I believe, shipped. I, man, I don't want to quote wrong, but I think it was two hundred and three dollars shipped um, to me. So um, cool. Okay. And uh, comes with a certificate of authenticity. Mark likes to throw in extra goodies. There's a little Wolfman sticker in there. Some box art that I believe Norbert designed. Um, I believe Mike Rutherford is the guy that did the build up on the box art. Um, I could be wrong on that, so I don't want to say for sure, but I think that was it. Maybe you'll get beat up. And uh, maybe I will. So um, I got that. Um, all right. Are we off now? Are we off? Yeah, the, you can. Uh, no, you're all, you guys okay. stayed the whole time. I was the only one. That all right. So I got this a couple of weeks ago. Now, this is just a stupid little Fred Flintstone kit. And there's a guy out there that does these. Uh, his name's Jason Peltz. And for uh, our audio listeners, how tall is that? That is, that's a good question. Oopsie. I mean, you could have guessed. Oopsie. I had a tape measure here. Mr. Perfect. Uh, oh, it's right here. So this Fred Flintstone, he is approximately six and three quarter inches tall. Cool. Okay. And he's, uh, he's fun, you know, and I think one he piece? was 80 bucks. I think he was 80 bucks. Was it one looks piece? just like the Marks one. Yeah, he does look like the Marks one. Um, so... Um, pick that up. I do have, and I'll show it next time. Um, I, I think I have. Uh, Norbert's supposed to be sending me uh, the Dracula he just came out with, oh, based on the Mad Monster Party. And um, you know, I've only been trying to get one since September, Norbert, if you're listening. But uh, I think I have one on the way soon. And um, what'd you buy it? I, yes. Well, not yet. He told me I could pay him when I got it because he likes me so much. So uh, if I don't like it, I'm not paying him. No, I'll pay him. Um, I like it. I saw the skull by Troy McDevitt. And I'll touch more on that uh, next time. You and also, can. for those that uh, didn't see, so recently Atlantis um, made the announcement they're re-releasing the Forgotten Prisoner of whatever it is, Castle Mare. <laughs> Okay, and they're doing it in the, um, but they're releasing it with the glow box art, the Aurora glow box art. And I think they're going to, it looks like they're going to keep going with this way. So they just showed a picture of the Godzilla. So I have a feeling this will be the next one. Okay. And uh, although it won't say Aurora, it'll say Atlantis there. But I think this is the next one they're going to do is release the uh, Godzilla. What uh, is that, a little miniature box? 
Yeah, there was a guy on eBay was selling these, and they were really cool. And hold on, see if you can hear it. So he puts a little plastic in here and shrink wraps it. Okay. Oh, so it just sounds like it. it sounds like there's yeah, a kid and in it, it was. I think these were well, like they're perfect bucks. for you. Nothing to ever build. I know. It sounds like and a model. Just stack the box. Just stack the boxes. And then oh, it gets even better. Look, it even came with mini instructions. Oh, that's awesome. But they weren't in the box because it's no, no, you're right. They weren't in the box. Those came separate. Those are cool. And I don't know if the guy's still on eBay selling them. Um, I think he went, he did the long boxes too. I think it was like $50 for a whole set of those. And um, then he did long boxes as well. And I was waiting for him to do the monster rods as well because that would be cool. But you know, they were really small, like the size of a dollar. And um, I just picked this one up just because I wanted to see how the quality was. And it's not bad. You know, it's not perfect, but it's not bad. So it's cool. uh, it's pretty cool. So we got that. Do I got anything else lying around? Oh, and I was <laughs> going to touch on this. Um, it's cleaning my garage. Talk about things we were working on. I was working on cleaning my garage. for. The That's a big time. thing for some people. It, yes. I mean, well, and Jason has seen my garage, so I he have. knows what can happen in there. Okay. And um, I found a bag or something that must have come from a Wonderfest. And I believe this was the last Wonderfest that. Wait, can um, we stop there? You get so sure. much stuff at Wonderfest that you just have a bag laying around from Wonderfest that you. Well, it was given bags. to me on the last day. And you. Just, okay. Wow. Okay. So, um, one of the traditions, kind of the last few years, I had Steve and I would um, go talk with Mike Parks and his wife Danya, and we'd have breakfast with them and stuff and mike gotcha. would, sometimes i was doing some casting for mike so i would just trade him for whatever he had you know mm -hmm. and um like i've got up here i've got a wonderfest plaque and stuff that i traded you know for uh some stuff so anyway man mike was a very generous guy and steve was there and if you've ever been to a show with steve um i don't <laughs> think steve pays for anything okay he just you know everybody just gives steve oh here steve you want these scissors okay here you go steve thanks um I remember being there so uh anyway mike was doing this line of things that i don't even think a lot of people ever really saw they were these little pumpkin what would you call them steve just little pumpkin decorations halloween decorations yes, little halloween things and so here it is and i found this in this bag and I'm pretty sure Mike gave this to me the last time I saw him alive at Wonderfest that year. And uh, so it's kind of really cool. It's kind of yeah, like it he gave it to me again, you know, two years later. And uh, so now I got to paint it. Yeah, yeah you right. do. You so, do need um, to paint but yeah, it's just a nice little house. My wife even said I could put it up somewhere because it's not too scary. Oh, the wife's permission. Look at that. Yeah, look, it's got a little teddy bear on it and stuff. So, and Mike did a whole line of these. There were some tiki ones, weren't there, Steve? There were some tiki yeah. ones. And, yeah, I painted yeah. a bunch for them. So, um, yeah, they were really uh, cool. So that's, uh, yeah, I dominated, but that's that's everything I got going right now. So, cool. That's Hey, that's a lot. That's more than both reviews, of us. You know. Yeah, it's more than us. So I think the only thing I got, I got a new wet palette that I was trying oh, and oh, that's uh, nice. it's from army painter. I did a review over on my regular personal YouTube channel. Um, it's very similar to another wet palette that I have. Again, I've I said this, I'm a, I tend to throw uh, money at problems instead of trying to fix them. And the other one I thought was drying out too quickly. So I saw this one and figured I'd give it a try. So 
it's actually it's working pretty well it's not drying out i like the paper that's on there um yeah that's it i mean as far as reviews what, what color are the sponges i remember you had this color you like the one you had because it yep. was white and then most of them are yellow so you don't know what's yeah that masterson's one you can get at uh at um michael's is yellow this was grayish but now it's stained blue from the paint so and this hasn't been open in about two weeks a week and a half that last video i shot and it's still it's still damp so it's a good palette if you get a chance army painter wet palette's pretty good and if you haven't used a wet palette before try it. I haven't. it it's great it really changes the way you do things um hmm. it helps quite a bit um I've, I've, all these years i've used a, a paper plate yeah and <laughs> half, a, half a bottle of paint <laughs> <laughs> right it dries out so the paper like and you know this the, and for people who are new to painting um, if you're using paint, like a paper plate or a card or anything, water is constantly being sucked out of that paint by the paper. So it dries it up a hundred times faster. And the miniature guys have been using these wet pellets. You can make your own, you can do anything, but I love it. I don't know how I did anything without it before this. And I've, and that's probably because I don't use my airbrushes as much as I used to. And they're collecting dust. And I just, I don't know. I like using a brush now more. Um, but other than that, I didn't really see anything new either. Um, there are a couple bust things, but that's going to bring us. Well, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff. We just went blank here. Yeah, we did. Gotta... I think we did. <laughs> um, but the bust thing brings us into our topic for today. Um, bust versus full figures. And what happened? Because I think, and then Steve, you brought this up as a topic. It, it kind of jogged our memory when we were doing our WantaFest stream. Uh, Terry mentioned way back in the day, you couldn't find a bust in, in Wonderfest, right. in the contest anywhere. And now, if, if you look at that Wonderfest or the Wantafest contest, it was dominated by busts. So that's our topic. What's better? Why are they popular? What do you like to do? What do you think? Where are we with bust versus full figures, scale, that sort of thing? So let's have that discussion. Um, Steve. Right. I bust, will start. Yeah, Buster full figure. What are you? Uh, I would tend to go with full figure just because you can do stuff with it. You know, I mean, you get a bus. I think that everyone's going bust more because it's uh, for painting. So it's a painting thing. You set it there and you paint it, and it's uh, you concentrate on the face. Whereas when uh, with a figure. It, it leads you more towards building, changing this, changing that. That's what I like to do. Change the arm, the position, put a little scene around it, that kind of stuff. You can't do anything like that with a bus, really. You know, I mean, you can make a little stand for it. But... So I think the, the bus lean more towards painter, uh, painting things rather than modeling. And I think that the full figure would lean more towards modeling. I agree. I think that's... Right on, dead on point. Would you remember what the first bust you ever got, Steve? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, yeah, I, I think I do. It was that, uh, that uh, Steve Wang did that. It was like a creature from the Black Lagoon Horizon, was it? Yeah, I was going to say, that's my same. That's the first one I got, yeah. too, I think, if I remember. And it was vinyl? Yep. I think that was it. I don't know how long ago that was, but I think that was the first one. Steve Wang Gilman. Yeah, it was... Towards the wow. end of Horizon, right? Like when they started putting out all those superhero kits and a couple yeah. other ones. 
if you guys ask me, that's going to be a tough, tough yes, one. To yeah. What was your first bus, Scott? Um, well, I think my one, two, the fourth Wonderfest, I think uh, David Fisher had a class. No, it was my fifth Wonderfest. I'm sorry. No, it was my fourth one. Oh, geez. And it was a um, John Dennett Frankenstein bust. Yeah, it was a John Dennett Frankenstein bust. And then the next year, there were a couple uh, geometric busts, Mr. Hyde and the Phantom. Um, so I started to get the geometric busts. I can tell you the first bust that I got that I thought, this is really cool, was the uh, Curse of the Werewolf, the, the old shapeshifters that Mike Hill sculpted with the bars. And yeah, uh, that was you know, and it was, I think it was on the cover of AFM, I'm going to shoot it out here, 15, I think. Was that okay. one of the big, which was the big head one? No, oh, no, this this one was like quarter scale. Okay. This, this like one, quarter oh, scale. I, all right. I know what you're talking about. Like a baseball. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not one of those people that hates busts and I don't, you know, um, I agree with what Steve says is that it's, um, it's a painter thing. And you can do it quick too. It's an afternoon for a lot of guys, you know. Um, it is fun. I'm, you know, I'm not yeah. knocking. Just... Now this is one I did uh, that Steve taught the class. What do you think we fi finished, Steve? Steve and Dave Prosser, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, Scott's holding up a creature from the Black Lagoon for for the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a Monsters from the Wood Jeff Yeager creature from the Black Lagoon bust, and. Um, Shoot, I think we were all done in about seven hours, weren't we? Would yeah, you say? Yeah, because yeah, we were done early. It was like what nine to four. Yeah, you know. So and we had a lunch in there, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, the bust goes now. So let me ask you guys this question though about busts. So you have busts like this, quarter scale, whatever, you know. And then um, I know Mark Brokaw has done some that are like half scale, or you know. Big heads, yeah. And then you've got the big heads that are almost full scale, you know, or or you do have the full scales like George right. uh, Blackheart's um, wall hangers in 360s. So do you guys see a difference between the big ones and the small ones? Like, well, like Broke always has a little cool base with his, you know, um, and George's are more hanging the wall, you know, and there they are, they're cool. Um, but is it a different... I don't know. Is it is it almost a different genre, the full size stuff, as opposed to the small ones, or do you think it's still the same? It's still busts. Yeah, it's still busts. It's it, still busts. <laughs> yeah, more detail. You can really get detailed in it, but uh, same thing. I think. You so. know what I find yeah, go ahead, is Steve. that I'm sorry, but doing a full size head and doing one of those quarter scale heads, roughly for me, it's about same time, same amount of time. Wow, it, it doesn't uh, doesn't make a difference if it's if it's full size or not, because you just sort of scale it out, you know. Mm -hmm. How I used to paint the dinosaurs is I just look at it as a model kit like this, this big, and then just paint paint bigger. But it, the time frame went just as quick. Really, but you do more happens. with a full size though, like with say eyes or. Oh um, yeah, you definitely. The eyes or the skin, you know, mm -hmm. doing texturing and stuff on the skin. But uh, 
I think they make I th- they make a bigger splash as well. Like if you're if you're one of those people that really likes to display your stuff, when you have a one one mm-hmm. scale face hanging on your wall or bust on a shelf, it's it is an attention grabber. And I think that's another reason why I think those are very popular. That especially mm-hmm. for collector guys that are like, well, here's a, this here's one of every Universal monster head, and everyone who walks into this room instantly can see him. And I think as for a collector side, that's I think that's a really cool thing about them. As far as painting oh, yeah. goes. It's the same. Yeah. It's, I mean, what Steve, what you were saying earlier, it takes for me, the fun part is building more than anything. I think sometimes I like to build mm-hmm. things more than I like to paint things a lot. And that part of it is gone. The model, the modeling part isn't there. And right. that's yeah, kind of left. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I like paint. I, I don't want to say I don't like painting. Cause I mean, that's part of it, but they go hand in hand with me. And if it's a bust, you're right. It's something you can knock out in an afternoon and I can just kind of put it in my hand, work on it. You could try little new techniques and things and you're not wasting a lot of money on right. something small, but well, and I can tell you too, from a caster's point of view, I was going to ask that. Okay. This is two pieces. Okay. I'm showing the base and the head of the creature. Okay. We talked about open face pores. That's an open face pore right there. So this is a mold that is just, when the master is glued down and a wall is built around and you pour your rubber, that's it. So when you're, when you're pouring resin into it, this is an open face port. This is all smooth here. Okay. And it just, so it just settles in and that's it. You pop it out. There's not two pieces. Now this would be a two piece mold. Okay. But still not a big, um, you know, not a big endeavor. So basically you could cast this thing in under a half hour, you could cast one of these easy. You know, you could probably cast the actual time casting about 15 minutes. So Scott, so, how much um, would you say it's a forced popularity by uh, producers wanting to save time and money and only produce busts and kind of well, force I think that it's, on it, it, it's, it's a big time. Um, there are producers out there that pretty much only do busts. Okay. Um, I don't want to mention one's name because he'll get mad at me, but uh, he primarily only does busts. He's done a few figures. Um, and that's where a lot of people are. Um, some guys do both, you know, but busts have become the flavor of the day. Keep in mind, you go to a model show, you buy five busts, you can throw them in your suitcase, no problem. True. Okay. You're not shipping them home. You're not doing all that. Um, a lot of characters to me don't need the full figure treatment. Um, one that comes to mind was the Willy Wonka that came out a couple of years ago. Um, I got it. Angelo uh, was the guy. Yeah, that put, uh, I forgot the name of their company, so forgive me, guys. But um, you know, Willy Wonka with his top hat yeah. and his fluffy thing. Do you really need the rest of them? Okay, you know, so that to me is a good place to do a bust. Okay. Um, Sometimes the figures are boring. You know, if it's a t-shirt jeans guy, you know, maybe a bust would be cool. You know. Um, yeah, but Willy Wonka, like, he's wearing a cool suit. You could do cool little background with some cool flowers and candy and well, weird you stuff could, going on. But I'm saying you could get away with just the, you know, the bust is still cool and recognizable. And now there's guys out there that just hate busts. Um, but I agree that the reason, the popularity of busts I don't think so much is about painting. I think it's more about uh, what you just touched on. It's they're cheaper. They're cheaper to produce. You can buy them cheaper. 
So you get more for your money and, um, you know, they're not as expensive to hire someone to sculpt the bust and uh, just kind of gone that way. Ease. I think a lot of it is ease. Steve, do you think a lot of people just don't like building things anymore? Oh, probably. It's, it's easier. And, you know, I mean, the truth is the characters, the face is the character anyway. So, I mean, doing a, like, say you do like uh, one of Mark Brokaw's uh, big heads, you, that's pretty much the, the character. And it's almost like a movie poster, the way he has the nameplate and all that. So they're really beautiful pieces. I, you know, I, I don't want to say that I don't like them because I do like, you know, painting them and stuff is really nice. But uh, that, that's all you have to worry about is painting them. You don't have to worry about building or, or modeling, going any farther than just doing a nice paint job, which is nothing, nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, it yeah. stops there. I think I was wrong. I think I realized my first bust, large scale bust, was, I can't believe we forgot this guy, Michael Burnett, his line of busts. Those were oh, yeah. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So those big scale, that Wolfman, the, gun, the Gunslinger, that was one of the first ones I did. And the Frankenstein, he had all those really cool busts. And those were back, I remember seeing those at Resin Heads, some of those. Mm-hmm. And so those Wonder have been around. Yeah. So he's one of those guys. I got guys. that caveman up on the wall. Yeah, he did. Yep. That caveman. Mm-hmm. That was a cool, yep. Got cool. that from Rob. So it was, and George. I think somewhere in in the stash is the the creature, his version of the creature. Yep, his yep. That's and his this demonic, that really big demon guy that had his uh yeah that was huge that a lot of people I almost had one and it fell through. Um. So it was Michael Burnett, George? Who else was doing busts back then? Dennett, you said. Dennett had done a few, um, or at least the one that that I had gotten. Um. They were kind of scattered everywhere. Like, remember yeah. Bowen did a couple, and, and yeah, Bowen did a couple that were just kits. Um, war that war, war, yeah, yep, that war, and um, it's um, you know, and I don't know if this took off from the superhero stuff. Kind of, I don't know if it did. You know, I mean, when Bowen came out and did his line of busts, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, there was a line of. Uh, Resin Pimps did a lot of superhero busts and that started, you know, now he's kind of gotten away from that, but um, it's um, yeah. Busts, you know, even John Tucky had a bust or two, didn't he? he What do you have a werewolf of London, Steve? Yeah. That was like a famous monster cover thing. Which I thought was a pretty good idea. And um, you know, so yeah, I think busts have just become, easier I, I really think it's just easier it's easier if, if you don't want to build it's easier to just paint one it's easier to cast it's easy it's cheaper to cast they're easier to ship they're less expensive to ship they're they're easier to take to a show you could fill your van with three boxes and probably have stock for a show with busts yeah okay on the miniature side of thing i mean that's there are so many companies doing busts and mm. i mean for them, that's the large scale side of it. So they don't see. Yeah, that, that's know. large scale is yeah. like six scale. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. And and that being said, in the old days, busts were cheap. Jimmy Flintstone did a lot of busts too, if I if I remember right. Still has a lot of busts. Yeah, he, yes, he and, does. Uh, he does. But in the old days, busts were cheap. 
Um, remember Ed Balkley had $15 busts and, you know, stuff like that. We're now like this bust I just showed you here is $60. Yeah, like a lot guys, of those guys were just using their leftover resin, right? Like, oh, let's just do yeah. a quick little. Oh, yeah, they dump it in. You had stripes of purple resin. And, you know, it was, uh, I, I uh, refer to my friend Robert Tundy's shoemakers because um, <laughs> you'd have these rainbow uh, dump molds. But um, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, so as bust grew in popularity, you know, amazingly the price went up just, of course you know. It, yeah, it did. And now there's people selling 100, $125 busts, you know, and they put little better bases on them and stuff, but it's, um, yeah. So we I haven't really talked about, the, oh, go ahead, Steve. Oh, I really like those uh, girl busts that George is doing. They're, what are they, like half scale ones? That There, there was that girl with the seashell head and the metallic girl. And now there's a Medusa. I thought those three are pretty cool. Yeah, those two fit well together. I mean, and they're, they're nice. There's a lot of nice busts out there. There really yeah, is. good sculpt. And I, th I think that's another thing, too. I think sculptors can really get in. When they're working yeah. on a bust, it's easier for them instead of mm -hmm. doing a full That's kit. the meat and potatoes is their head, is yep. the character's mm -hmm. head. So I can see that with the painters, too. You know, some of those, uh, well, it looked like, like Jeff Camp does with the, the universal life-size stuff. And he paints them. Uh, yep. uh, who's the artist? Gogos? Yeah, and that's oh, or a comic style that that's just beautiful, and then like uh, Rick Cantu did some of those uh, real freaky monsters with all the, you know, him and Jim Lawrence and when they get going on that stuff, so you can see you can really take your time and uh, knock them, you know, really do some detail work on, on that stuff, not have to worry about this shirt, you know. Right, absolutely. We haven't talked much about figures. What what's your favorite scale? Like if you had to do a figure, what would you, uh, if you could pick, what do you want to do? Steve? Nowadays, I would say one eighth. I lean towards one eighth now. I don't know why, but I'm just, it, to me, it's just zeroing it in, you know, and just still being able to build a base and then all that stuff and still have, not have it going. Uh, and I think I got turned backwards because I got swamped with those quarter scale superheroes they're like uh, the size of a of a kid, some of them, you know. Quarter scale. You have toddlers like on your desk that you're baby. painting. Yeah, so I just sort of now I'm leaning towards one eighth, I think, and because you could still get the great detail, can still do a nice base, and it not take up so much room. But mm -hmm. you know, that said, the majority of the stuff I have is all one six scale. Yeah. Yeah. It's Scott. Do you have a favorite scale? Well, I like that Steve wants to go down on scale as he gets older and his eyesight starts to go, well, so let's make it a smaller scale because, you know, it'll be more of a challenge then, you know. Um, I had to get readers and it's, I can't, oh man. I, don't, well, I got those uh, super glasses with the light on them. Oh, they're back there. I yeah. got some of those um, super lights, but, but wait, there's more. So I actually have two pairs of those for another, you know, paying shipping and handling. Um, I like one sixth. Okay, I have all scales. Uh, when I recently did my inventory and I looked at my Aurora kits, I was amazed how small they were. Okay, because when you were a kid, that was all you had. So, you know, you say, hey, this is this is a good size. And then I haven't What's looked that, at What scale is an Aurora kit, actually? I believe it's one-eighth. Okay. So, right around one-eighth. Okay, would you I agree would with that, Steve? That's how it's known. Yeah. Right? 
I mean, I wouldn't know exactly. Right. Not where there were a few that were different. The Bride and the Witch were a different scale and stuff like that. And the Monsters and Movies kits. But so the, um, I think we just got so used to one six scale figures that I, um, I think one sixth is still my favorite. I have some quarter scale figures that I picked up from James and um, they're beautiful. But man, they'll fill up a shelf in a hurry. I'll tell you that, you know, they will fill up a shelf in yeah. a hurry. So um, it, it's, I, yeah, I lean towards one sixth, I think would be my um, preference. Um, but when it comes to a bust, um, I'm almost to the point where I don't want a one to one scale bust anymore. So I like like a half scale, quarter scale bust. If I'm gonna Is do that a bust. space issue as well? Um, well, yeah, you know, when does it stop? You know, I mean, it doesn't, it, it, you know, that you it know, doesn't, stop. When, when does it stop? So it's, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it, you know, I like the, I like the one six, one six would be my preference still. Okay. The problem with one six, like Steve said, and, and I'll go back to the Janus Dracula. And I remember when they used to set up at Wonderfest and they had that Dracula with the bride. And they had a big round pedestal they put it on. And the thing was so huge. I looked at it and go, where would you put it? You know? And uh, even the sideshow Frankenstein, I believe that is only one eighth scale. Um, the right thing's huge. Yeah, that thing's huge, though. That, you know, the vinyl one. So I think that's only one eighth scale. What so, scale is yep. that Frankenstein's monster that came out with the big wall that we were talking about that you have? Where you're sitting in the chair and it has the big wall. That's one sixth. That's one sixth. How big is yeah, that? And that's wall? when like, one sixth can go crazy. Okay. You know, even if it's a hair bigger, even if it's one fifth, okay, that can go better. That thing, I wanna I wanna say that thing weighed 25 pounds at box when it got to me. What? Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it was huge, you know. And um, you know, it's beautiful, but it's huge. I got that forbidden zone. Um uh, or the monsters in ice and the Larry Talbert's there. Yeah. That's another big, huge chunk of resin. Okay. Steve, you've built that one. So, you know, that, that, that one's big. Mm-hmm. Cool though. It, it is cool. Yeah. It, it's really cool. So some of that stuff can get really big um, at one six scale, you know, but uh, I don't think if you do a quarter scale kit, you're going to do dioramas with it too much because uh you're going to run out of room fast. Steve, did you ever do a quarter scale diorama? No. Uh, well, I mean, some of the bases yeah, that those guys are putting on. I was going to say, super... some of those bases, yeah. 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 And then the the pre paints, well, I forget what the company is in Japan. The X, Their X bases are one or X... X, X1. Is, is it, it X1? or X1? Oh, or Prime. X1? Or is it Prime? And I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there are fans that want to kick me. But, yeah. Uh, You're losing all your street. Those credit. bases are amazing. I think my first, like my first foray into garage kits was the screaming kits, and those are quarter scale. Those think, are quarter, yeah. Yeah. So my the pinhead was the first one I did, and yeah, that was Remember quarter scale. The, the Kenner Alien. Yeah. What 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 was that? That was like quarter scale, right? Yeah. Oh man, I don't have it. I just or even bigger. Yeah, it was bigger. I think that yeah, it's probably. The, I mean, I know it was a toy, but it was huge. That was a huge toy, and that's probably why it ended up not selling well because it was expensive and it got taken off the market for being too scary i think 
but I think I'm with you. I think I'm down to one eighth. Like I don't have space anymore. I have, I think that, you know, those debt off cases that everybody has, I have mm -hmm. 12 of those in a room and I, that's all my old stuff and I can't fit anything else in there anymore. I am completely out of room. So if I keep building one sixth and quarter scale figures, there's nowhere for them to go. And I would much rather at this point, busts are always, again, they fit for me because again, same thing. They, it's a space thing more than a, a not building thing, but I think one eighth, or even that's kind of why I went back to miniatures and doing smaller scale stuff. I can, I have place to put it. I don't, I am out of space when it comes to display room and I don't want to get rid of things to put new things out, but that's why you just make it keep a mitten box and yeah, that yeah. way you can fit more on a couple shelves and you're good. Yeah. yeah they. I, I did start displaying my boxes. A lot of my plastic kits that I had, I just put the box out. I mean, cause that looks cool as it is like your little Godzilla thing, but it's the actual model. Steve, what about judging? I just thought of this. What about like Wonderfest, the contest when we had to judge when you're judging a bust versus a full kit, I I always I had pay, a hard time with that. Really, I, I wouldn't pay any attention. Really, I just go by the how it how it looked. How it, you know? Well, I mean, the people. amount of work that goes into something. Like when someone shows up with a geometric bust, let's say one of mm -hmm. those, like the Phantom or something, and you have to put that next to someone else who's spent. And I know you're not supposed to judge against each other when we were doing it before we got kicked off. Um, <laughs> but that would, that would be more of a model club question, right? Because yeah, I think so. You could always just go uh, silver gold and, or gold gold, and you'd be fine. You know, a super cool painted bus next to a, a figure that's has a beautiful base and everything. You don't have to go against each other, right? So I think this probably fits more. What what would it take for a bus to get a gold? Or how many? Can oh, you just, remember how many golds you gave out to bus? Oh, there was a few. I mean, so there were there were some that you'd see that were just beautiful. Yeah, just fantastic painting. One that <laughs> sticks out for me: there was a Nosferatu, and man, I can't remember the year. Oh, I know it was. I know which one you're going to say. And it was just, it was beautifully painted. It was perfect. But see, that's a and, larger scale bust. That gives you. Right. That was one of those big ones, right? You're talking about with the fingernails. No, no, this was a little one. It was it okay. was quarter scale, and um, I forgot the year. And I think it though it was the same year that the first time I saw Jeff Camp and he painted Rob's um, rotundi had a uh, Frankenstein bust sculpted by Andy Burkholz, and that was the first Go Go's type thing he did. And I looked at that and that blew me away. I was like, "Look at that! That's beautiful." And the first one he did was just a little quarter scale bust that I remember seeing. Okay. Do you remember that one, Steve? Um, no. And he had a background behind it. You know, he did paint like a background behind it. So that was, you know, you look at something like that and I go, well, that's a gold right there, you know. And, yeah. uh, you, no, know, you know, and go ahead, being, Steve. Well, that being said, if, if you see somebody who really modeled his ass off, you know, and, and really did something actually sculpting, in other words, and then Anne paints it. Well, I, I'll naturally, I lean towards that because I love looking and modeling, you know. I mean, everybody's such every everybody's a good painter these days, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then there's ones, of course, that the guys that really do stand out, but uh, you don't see it. 
the modeling enough anymore, I don't think. Maybe that's what I was getting at. And it, when you go to Wonderfest and you see the contest and there's 50 small quarter scale busts lined up, yeah, it, it takes some of that. And that's kind of yeah, maybe was, that's where we went, came in with Model Club. It took away the modeling part. And I don't, you do not see a lot of that anymore when it comes to, right. And I think busts for their, their work, of course. But right. Absolutely. It's, it's nice to see somebody. You're an amazing you know, painter, right? Like, yeah. Yep. That's the difference versus a modeler, someone who's right. made this amazing diorama, like my, like like a Mike Wallace thing. When you see that yeah. on the same table as someone with a horror bust, yeah, it's painted great. But as as far as modeling goes, I want to see yeah. a model. I want to see a model. I want to see stuff made. Mm-hmm. Versus, that, that is fun, that, you know. And that goes back towards the beginnings to the old days. There was more of. Uh, more modeling before the it is like a change to where it was more how how good of a painter are you instead of how good of a modeler are you right i don't know if you should say how good are you but the ex- people excelling were uh in the old days seemed like they were they were making uh cool bases and changing things and stuff like that more then than they are now yeah yeah i know I, it's it's a different world. It has changed quite a bit in the yeah. I don't say the last ten years. About yeah, easily. Probably well, longer. You could take your argument on the busts and go even farther into a diorama, you know. And how do you judge that? You know, I mean, it, it's well, they have their own so, category. Yeah, yeah. And maybe busts should have their own category. That's kind of what I'm leaning toward. Like it's and, and they did in the in the Wanafest thing. There was, right? Mm-hmm. They had a category for busts. But at yes. Wonderfest, everything kind of falls into the like sci-fi category versus superhero and horror. Mm-hmm. There isn't a oh, and there might just be category. logistics there. You know, you don't know how many tables to put aside for bus and how many tables right. to put aside for figures, and so they just mix them. I don't mind the mix. You know, um, well, they had to. Maybe they did the different categories for this because it was a first, second, third, not mm-hmm. in, like judging on their own. kind of thing but yeah busts full figures i mean i'm not impartial to either one i think (laughs) if it comes down i like the one thing that really set that was fun about the model club uh contest we had was there everyone was modeling they were making so many cool cool things i mean that remember that one guy had Jethro Tull inside a, a amp. An wasn't amp. that an amp? Yeah, it was awesome. Was, that, the, was that Mark McGovern? Was that McGovern? No, it wasn't no. McGovern. No, oh my no God, it was my... some other guy. But... We got to get our name straight. Had a different thing yeah. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that one of Mark's was great too. The Frankie and the. Yeah. And like Jason, yours, the Nautilus underwater. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and yours. Look at uh, <laughs> uh, Wallace was just. I just saw on Facebook where he, his model club thing was in that Japanese magazine. Yeah, that's amazing. Like it, to see that there was just like, wow, mm-hmm. you really made it. If you got into that, you're you're doing something mm-hmm. right. And and we were right there. That thing was beautiful. Yeah, he did. It was really so that cool. was kind of fun. That was one of the things. You know, no nobody came to look at it, but uh, it was fun to see that <laughs> was. everyone was uh, was kicking butt when they entered. Yeah, you know? and, and the people that did it. They got it. We'll talk more yeah. about Model Club one of these days. All right. a, a full like uh, 
we should have a whole episode a breakdown of what the model well, you could have all the winners in yeah you could have all the winners that's a good idea it would be like two guys <laughs> three i mean there's three different ones right yeah yeah i could be on because i'm holding the trophy right now i'm like the guy that holds the stanley cup so i've got the trophy so. yeah the i the one thing about busts on on facebook the at bus group if you you know what i'm talking about steve no, I don't know that one. There's, It's the at symbol and then bust. I think you're on there, so you probably just see them. All right. I'm just. You might, I don't know, you might see it, but some of the best paint work you'll see on Facebook is on the at bust group. Um, All right. Yeah. I mean, there's well, some really cool stuff. Some of those military figures. Yeah. Those things are, uh, <coughs> excuse me, those things are, what, one six scale. And yeah. the and the painting, you know, it's just masterful. Just love it, you know. All hand brushed. What was the military guys? The, what was that show we went to, Scott? The World Figure World Expo. That World yeah. Expo, God, that was amazing. One of the coolest things I've ever gone to. Oh, time. I think Norbert has pictures posted somewhere. Yeah, I have some. Um, I think on my group too, or on my Facebook yeah, and, page somewhere. But and, uh, yeah, some wrote. of the work was amazing. Um, that site you said was it at busts or is it at bust? Uh, one, I don't. We we have to be careful. We don't know where it'll end up. Um, at busts, I don't know. Okay, well, it's one of the two. Because I was going to also suggest to people watching that weathered right, models I can look right group. now. Oh, weathered models, yes. That weathered models group, man. I think Steve originally sent that to me, and then I acted like I found it on my own, and he's like, "Yeah, I sent that to you two days ago," and he did. So. Um, but that's but, heavy modeling. Oh man, the work that's done there, and uh, yeah, it's just really amazing. I mean, when when they hold up something this big and it's a gas can, and I'm I'm those of you that can't see, I'm holding up about a half an inch between my fingers. Um, yeah, that's amazing the work they do. There was some guy today. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did like a Coke machine. He had all kinds of little miniature yeah. uh, cans and stuff. Did you see that, Steve? Was I that did. the workshop area or something? I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but it was like, wow. It was a Japanese vending machine. Was it? Yeah, I with mean. all different, like, little tiny. And then, I'm sorry, I had it backwards. It's bust and then the at symbol. I'm so dumb sometimes. Okay. It's bust. my dyslexia that kicks in. Okay, it's so, but it's at. plural busts? Nope, just bust and then the at symbol. Bust at, okay. We're experts on this show. <laughs> we'll get it right at some point. You know, if they were clever, they'd have put the at symbol before and after, but that would have been clever. I did the, the at symbol before on Google, and I'm, I'm not leaving that page until uh, later on tonight. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, well, that's, I think, I think we covered it. I don't know. I think we're, we're towards the end of our conversation on busts versus full figures. If you could make a bust of a character you haven't seen yet, Scott, what do you need a bust of? Real quick, first thing comes to your head. Uh, you know, I don't have a one, but I would like to see, and I know Norbert just started uh, doing one, um, a, a lot of these Hollywood icons. And, uh, you know, the stuff that's not the normal genre for us, the James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart, John Wayne, um, you know, that being said, um, that's a, I mean, that's a good answer, right? There. You know, I mean, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's something that you do see it in the miniatures sometimes. Yeah. You know, um, some of those, you know, 
uh, Errol Flynn, you know, some of that golden age of Hollywood stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing that um, stuff like that. Um, I would go with that with a full figure, full figure kit that I think would be awesome would be Gregory Peck as uh, Captain Ahab. Yes. Wouldn't that be a cool figure? Yes. I Yeah. The leg, the harpoon. Yeah, the that would be cool. That would see. There's something you couldn't do with a bus because you'd be missing out. You're on missing the out on most of the character. That makes it yeah. cool. That's a good point. That is a very good point. And if uh, for a bust, I've been bugging Brokaw for ten plus years to do a uh, Tor Johnson big head, and he just laughs in my face every time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why does he laugh? Why wouldn't he want to do that? He just he just thinks I'm I'm dopey. <laughs> but that's just one of my favorites. You know, that's a mm. you know the. I just love that stuff. I just love that 50s stuff. Um, or Johnson. Cool. For busts, too. Uh, rock and roll guys, you know, for busts. Um, and, and you can go so many different directions that way, you know. But Beatles, Rolling Stones, uh, The Who. Um, I, yeah. I, there know. are so many. I mean, most of my bands wouldn't get on the list. But I think you're right. There is an untapped, especially for some of the classic rock type stuff. You know, that... and of course, I always go the the great untapped thing in the hobby too is is cartoon kits. There's not enough of those out there now. You know, and it's not for everyone. But uh, but you're right. No, there isn't. There like isn't a lot of that stuff. I love that stuff. You know, I, I just I love that stuff. It's stupid cartoon stuff from when I was a kid, but I love it. You know. Yeah. I mean, mine falls in. Actually, yours jogged my memory because it's. If I am going to sculpt something, it's going to be a bust of this guy, and it's the, the lead singer of Guar. That's what I want. Odorous Urungus. <laughs> I want an amazing yeah. odorous bust with the big spike shoulder pads, and just super detail. Mm-hmm. It's that's. I mean, we I would love a full band, figure. I would you? love the whole band. It would be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. But you know, and even something like Kiss. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know there were some some really lame polar lights kits back in the days but um man a nice set of busts you know um yeah. would be kind of cool you know um it would i mean you're right i think for there is a lot of untapped when it comes to music you know i'm surprised you see some stuff out there you know and uh if you're a guitar guy like steve maybe we just need to do kits of guitars and he could just paint guitars and string little mini guitars what do you think steve I did some of, uh, oh, posthumous productions. I did some of those. Did you? But they're, they're one six scale guitars. I would love to see, uh, I don't know, one third or something. How big would that be? Third scale guitar. That would be fun. That would be mm-hmm. doing metal flake on them and, and doing uh, sunbursts and, and flame stuff on, on the guitars, painting that. That would be interesting. Or just do. I don't know if we should talk about this. It's giving people ideas. We could, if you just sold blank guitars and had people do different bands, guys, guitars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be kind you of had a, like a less yeah. tall guitar and the body is. Yeah. The body is eight inches. And then the neck that would be, and you have come with a cool little guitar stand on it. Yeah. I don't know how to go, but uh, what, for somebody like, into guitars, it'd be fun. You could do the fly, mm-hmm. flying V's. The di- yeah, that would be. Yeah. that's a good idea. Or flying V, yeah. Um, get on that, yeah. Hanson. There's a lot of it, you know, that you could do, you know. But um, cool. 
historical figures would be good. It doesn't have to only be uh, for the miniature guys, you know? Yeah. There's some interesting historical guys, but I think that's more of a figure thing. Yeah, true. I think you're right. Well, cool. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our first episode. Um, the next one, we're going to try and shoot to have these at like middle and end of the month or beginning and middle of the month. So thanks for joining us. And, uh, and for the two people that are still left, yeah, we'll get better. <laughs> we will get better. I promise. This is like, you know, we got to start somewhere, I think. Yeah. And I think this is our starting point. And I think there's a lot we can do with this show. And I hope people, you know, follow us and and enjoy it. I, I, I want to have fun with this. It's not going to be, I don't know. I need an escape at this point, point in time. And I think this is yeah, going to be a the, perfect way. You know, there, it's so open. We could go anywhere. We live, we'll do live ones off and on. And Definitely. I was even thinking of like hobby nights and having hobby join uh, live hobby nights yeah. with people and, and do that. Show us your work table. Show us your collection mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, gosh, just, you just use your phone. For sure. Uh, I could do some resin casting demos just because I think a lot of people still don't know the process. Okay. And especially with your rotor casting and stuff like that, you know, they don't get it and see it, you know, um, when the first time you see a rotor caster, you're kind of mesmerized by it. Um, that is true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember the first time Jason came over and saw my big rotocaster and he was like, that's pretty cool. You know? It's, uh, and I was sober. I thought it was cool. Yeah. So um, but I think people, if you're listening to this point, I hope you are. Please leave comments down below in the uh, YouTube channel or even on the, mm -hmm. the audio podcast site. We'd love to hear ideas for shows. Tell us what your favorite bust is, what your favorite figure kit is. You know, what, what do you think about it? We'd love to have that discussion in the comments and reach out to us that way. Um, Steve, do you have any, do you have a link or something you want to plug? What's your personal, do you have a No, I, I don't have anything. Nothing? <laughs> do you have uh, a I, I used to have a, a blog, but I haven't touched that in years. So it's, it's dead. His blog turned into a glob. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought you had a YouTube channel where you post things. I'm I'm working on it. Working on it. Okay. I'm still a little embarrassed, but I got a couple things. But uh, I got one I'm working on now that it's gonna I'm gonna have to release. Cool. You know, put it out there and just just throw it out there and say forget it. You know. Yeah. No, that's I feel the it's, same. It's it's nerve wracking to do. It that. is. It is. I get every time I go to paint live, I have to psych myself up for it because I'm like, oh shit, somebody might be watching yeah. this, and ugh, it does. <laughs> it adds extra level of stress. But, and I'm going to butt in and say Steve did get a new kit recently and he didn't even talk about it. So, uh, which one's that? Oh, yeah. I, but I got the Nautilus. Yeah. Wait, which one? Yeah. The, the, I bought a um, 33 inch Nautilus from Disney uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, was that the one, Scott, the remote control one? No, but I think it's the same guy same made guy? a remote control. Yeah. yeah it's same, same. I bought it from that guy that, that, uh, has that channel and he does submarines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you it's sent it to me, Steve. What That's is it right. called? Masterpiece models. Masterpiece models. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. So I did have that. That's beautiful. And How big is the, it? Thirty-three inches. Oh man. Well, that's pretty cool. And then I bought some of that paint. That, remember, I asked you about. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What 
paint you use for your Nautilus? The Model Master's metallic effects, metal effects. I'm looking yeah. at the jar right now. <laughs> so it goes, right it, so it rusts out. Yeah. Right? So it to, smells oh, terrible. Yeah. Have you smelled it yet? No, I haven't. When you get that jar, know. it smells awful. It really? stinks really bad. But it's cool. Looks it works. good, though. It works great. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's that guy's name again? What's the give him a shout out? We'll, 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 I forgot out. his name. Nautilus Dry Dock. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, hardware guys are gonna go, Steve, you're just such an idiot. <laughs> NautilusDryDock.com or something like that. And he has uh he does all these sub, uh remote control submarines. I just love watching the show because he has that one. He did Voyage of the Bottom of the Sea and had that as a remote control submarine. Wow. It, it's just beautiful stuff. Yeah, cool. I, you know, I love that the hardware stuff too. So, yeah, you do. We'll talk more about that another time. You you do yeah. amazing hardware stuff. It's mind bending. Go 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 to mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Scott. Anything you want to plug? Anything you're gonna need to say? Uh, my ears. Yeah. If I gotta I watch this again. Them. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I just have my other YouTube channel, and I'll put all the links for things that we talked about. When today. are you going to be on next, Jason? Uh, probably tomorrow. I'm going to try and be on tomorrow. Which, for this, when this goes up, that might be two days from now. I don't, I don't know. I'm aiming for Thursday. So thanks everybody for joining us. Please leave comments below. Let us know what you thought and ideas for shows. We'd love to hear them. We're looking for guests Absolutely. as well. We're going to have people on, and everybody say goodbye. That was it. Take care, everybody. Signing out.